You're listening to Real Women Courageous Wisdom, hosted by Women for One truth teller, my friend and author, Kara Bradley. Real Women Courageous Wisdom is a podcast series featuring Women for One truth tellers, everyday women and kindred spirits passionate about sharing their journeys and inspiring others. Hey there, it's Kara Bradley. I am back once again for Real Women, Courageous Wisdom, and we've got one in the house. Today I'm speaking to Cassie Brigham. She is a millennial coach, a leadership coach, and she helps women create engaging careers. I love some of the words she uses on her website. I'm just going to throw a couple out there for you. She helps you build character, connection, community. I've got also potential, purpose, and power. I mean, these are awesome words. Welcome, Cassie. Thanks. Thanks a million, a millennial million for joining us today. <laughs> Sorry about Thank that. You. Thank you, Kara. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Yeah, it's, it's great to talk to you. I have two daughters that are in their early 20s, so I will be making them listen to this, this episode. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you can help them out a little bit. That would be sure. wonderful. Um, tell, tell us all how you came to, to, to create, you truly created this career for yourself. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. So I guess right now my life is pretty incredible. I get to travel. I was actually just in California for the whole month of July. Um, I get time to spend with my family. I have um, six nieces and nephews that keep me busy, but my life wasn't always this way. Um, I actually came from a corporate career and a couple years into my um, career path, I got an opportunity to take this really big promotion. And I thought, for sure, this was my opportunity to create a large impact in my organization. And instead, I felt like I just had, um, you know, this moment of feeling like a glorified admin, where I didn't feel like I was really being used for what I was skilled at. Um, and it got so bad where I was just afraid to tell my boss, um, you know, the fact that I didn't feel like I had work to do and I thought for sure he was going to fire me. And I still remember one day I left for this extended lunch break and I thought for sure when I got back, you know, people would notice I was gone, that I'd have a bunch of email to attend to. And I came back to basically nothing. And that was a moment of feeling just like, what was the point of, of me and my career and what was I really doing? Um, and so I started seeking out, um, something, anything that would kind of help me feel like I could find my purpose. And I ended up, um, investing in a course, but the biggest thing that it, it did for me was it changed my perspective on realizing that it was me that needed to speak up about what I wanted and get really clear about what it was that satisfied me and then be brave enough to speak about that. Um, and so after, you know, starting to take that course and really starting to feel empowered, I was able to talk to my boss about some of the work that I really wanted to do and what I really was looking for in my career. And, um, eventually I, or within the next couple of months, I ended up taking a lateral position and started working, um, on a different project and it eventually turned into a full-time, um, position. And for the next five years of my career, that's essentially what I started to do. I started to figure out what I wanted. 
I was able to ask for it and then create results and then continue to propel my career to have um, more impact within my organization, working with higher level um, stakeholders. And, you know, in the last year and a half, I've decided that I really love helping others figure out what they're good at and how can they eventually create results that they're looking to achieve. And so I decided to go out on my own. Um, and so I've been, you know, building this business and the, the ultimate goal, like you said, with the character connection and community, um, my main umbrella vision for what I feel like will be my legacy is to connect people in a meaningful way. And in order to do that, they first need to know themselves, which is that character piece. And so right now, um, I feel like I'm in phase one of that, um, the entire vision is that I want to build a tribe of authentic leaders that can connect meaningfully with others. And in order to do that, they really have to know who they are and what they stand for. Mm, that's great. That's great. It brings to mind this tile that was once on the Women for One Facebook page, and it impacted me so much. I've shared it several times, and it simply said, empowered women empower women. Mm. That's it. And it's like, and I looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. Empowered women. You know the women around you that are empowered because they're the ones that are cheering you on, that are listening to you, that are really asking you the questions about your work in an interested way. And boy, if we could have more of that around us all the time, we would all be flying. So thank, yeah. thank you for thank you for doing that. I want to um, ask you one thing here. I, actually, I just want to state it because I thought this was really poignant. What you said, you started asking yourself what I wanted, and then you started to, or you started to recognize what you wanted. Ask yourself, maybe I'm getting this wrong, and then create the results. There were three steps there. I'm missing one. Yeah. So I call it no ask, create. So know, know what you want or know who you are. Yes. Ask for whatever it is that you want. Actually speak up about it and then create the plan to get there or create results that will continue to propel you to have more of that opportunity. Excellent. So no ask and create. That's so great. So what I do most mornings in my journal is... I ask myself a question, what matters most? And it's different every day. Mm -hmm. And so, and it took me a while to do this because I think this is the no piece. What matters most to me? What matters most to me in my family, in my career? What matters most? And you, know, you let your, <clears throat> excuse me, you just let yourself write, free write for a little bit. And it's amazing what comes through. And because I agree with you, I don't think that most of us know, you know, yeah. know what we want. I think a lot of people are afraid to ask the question <laughs> and partly because they know if they ask it, they'll figure out the answer and then they're going to be too afraid to actually go for it. Oh, That's yeah. what I feel like mm -hmm. um, happens to a lot of the clients that I work with. Mm. So can I ask you, so that no piece, what would you offer us as that? How do we, how do we get to know who we are? Is there, are there any tips that you? Yeah. Um, the one that I find the most helpful for people, especially when it comes to their career 
is identifying what their roadmap looks like. So for instance, um, a lot of times you might just assume that you have to get a job right out of college and you start that career path and then you just kind of work your way through and all of a sudden you've been there for five to 10 years and you start to wonder, was this really what I wanted to do? I didn't necessarily envision this leaving college. Um, and so um, a way for you to basically get that roadmap of what's important to you is to look at your values. And this is challenging for a lot of people because they have a really hard time pinpointing specifically which values are important to them. But if, but I basically have people identify the top three values that are most critical. And I'm not saying, you know, sometimes people ask, well, my family is really important, but it's also really important that I have you know, my independence, you know, and I understand there's, you know, a whole spectrum of values. But when you think of your top three values and you can essentially identify what those are, then you can use it as a litmus test to check and see if you are aligned to what your values are. So, for instance, if you really value, um, you know, inclusion and harmony and you find that your whole team no one really works together there's really not a sense of community you really feel like a loner what can you do to change that to either be in a leader in that area to start you know creating happy hours for your team to get to know each other or if that culture just really doesn't fit that style maybe it's an opportunity for you to look for a different company that aligns with more of a collaborative, inclusive environment. Yeah. And that really goes for anything in life. I mean, it could be your social circle. It could be, you know, the people that you're coordinating with for nonprofit or for some volunteer work. I mean, that it goes across the board. I mean, we just got to, we got to really read our situations, right? So no, okay, this doesn't really fit, but I'm going to stick it out for another three months because I'm working on this angle over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And then ask. So this was another biggie, right? Asking now that we know, even if you don't know emphatically every single angle or every single value, there may be a couple things that you identify, right? That you, now we have to find the courage yeah. <laughs> to ask as women, mm -hmm. we don't always do that, do we? Yeah. And I would also say in this second phase, it's all about support as well. Mm. I think a lot of times women in particular, we don't want to, um, like I know for me, my own personal experience has been, I wanted to be seen as perfect and I can do it all myself. And if I ask for help, it makes me look like I don't have everything together and it makes me vulnerable. Um, but I've really found so much beauty in allowing myself to be supported and, um, there's just a huge gift in that. And so being able to let down my guard, to let others know what I'm really dealing with and feel supported has really changed my perspective. Mm, me too. It's so freeing to just not be perfect, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> it is. It, it makes life a lot easier. It does. <laughs> it's awesome to not be perfect. Let's just put it there. It is yes. awesome to suck every once in a while yeah. <laughs> and don't even mean suck, but just ask for it. Ask for yeah. help, boy. It is. Yeah. And, 
and what I found in, in my journey too is I'm my worst critic. You know, if I share some of my insecurities or whatever I have, most of the other people are like, they can't even believe that I am thinking the thoughts that I'm thinking. And then it just is really validating to know that, you know, I'm a lot harder on myself than what I think others are judging me for. Mm. Yeah. I would say that's probably about 99.9% of us. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, so then we get to create, I love this. This is really great to create then. So we, we know we ask, and then we create the results that we're, that we want. Yeah. And I feel like um, most of the people, so I know that I'm really good at creating this big vision for people. Um, I also use Strengths Finder if you've ever sure. heard that. Um, so one of my strengths is futuristic, which is all about envisioning the future. And so because of that strength that I naturally innately have, it's really easy for me to come up with these really big, broad ideas and help people vision into their future and what they could do and inspire them to, you know, want to achieve that. And not just, you know, getting the next promotion, but what does their career look like? What does their legacy look like? And so when you have the ability to really think about what is that roadmap and, you know, you can think big vision and then you can think even in the next three years, Um, It gives you something to work towards, and then you can start to execute, well, what's the very first thing I need to do to get this goal started? And, um, you know, I think where some people get hung up on is that they think that they have to have all 20 steps of the plan in order to start on step one, um, or they get just overwhelmed with where do I even start? And so, again, you know, when you don't know, it's kind of going back to yourself. You know, if, if, I, if I were to figure this out or if I ask myself, like, what do I need to make this happen, you know, and listen to that, you'll, you'll usually get something of, you know, I should go talk to some people and network about these types of positions or, you know, whatever that is for you. Right. All right. Well, I have a personal question now because you are a truth teller for women for one. Thank you for sharing your story. And she's got a, Cassie's got a great, great piece on, on the site. So check it out after the show. Um, as you're talking about no ask and create, there's definitely a situation that happened to you where you manifested that big time. Would you, would you please share that with us? Yeah. So, um, it'll actually be about three years in in October where, um, you know, I was basically scheduled to have my, um, my wedding and it was going to be in Grand Cayman. And so I was really excited about this wedding. I had been planning it. I've been, you know, created a great relationship with my uh, fiance and I was just really excited for, you know, that next phase of my life. And, um, one of the biggest things that I discovered, I think it was kind of a shock to me, even though I probably in the back of my mind knew, but I wasn't really willing to really go into what does this mean? What, what's the depth of this? It's kind of like not wanting to know. Um, about three months before the actual wedding, it became really obvious to me that my ex was an alcoholic and, and it was just, it was not healthy. And so, um, again, I wanted to work through 
it with him and we went to counseling and there was a whole gamut of things that we were doing. Um, but you know, basically and looking back how I used to be compared to where I am now, I think a lot of it was I wanted to control, um, the, the, perception of my life. I wanted to make everybody believe that I had this perfect life. I wanted to really kind of lock down. It's like, everything's fine, you know, and I didn't really let anyone into how I was really feeling. Um, and I literally had this kind of epiphany moment. And I kind of, I think I share in the story of um, what happens, but, um, I kind of realized that I couldn't change my ex and he was no longer on the same path of where I wanted to go. And so I was kind of at this crossroads of, you know, do I stand with this man and stay committed to this relationship? Or do I realize that this is not healthy and that this isn't really what I want? Um, and I do have to say, you know, I, I made the decision to not get married, but I honestly thought we could work through it and we could, you know, he could go through treatment and, and we'd get back kind of where we were. Um, but it took me about three days of kind of really going inward into who I was, what I wanted, what was important to me. And that's when I realized that this man was no longer suited for where I wanted to go and what I was up to in my life. You know, it wasn't just the alcoholism that was a problem. There was other pieces to the relationship that weren't healthy. Um, and so uh, that really, <laughs> um, you know, leaving, you know, it was actually the perfect place. I was in Grand Cayman. I got a whole week with my family and just, again, around that support, which I never had really felt. My family just embraced me. They were there with me. I was able to just decompress all of it. Um, and it was just one of those scenarios where I just feel like, um, and again, I'm also really spiritual and I just felt like this was a, a strong, you know, presence of God there. And it just felt like this was supposed to, like me being there was, it was, it, I needed to be there. It was like this moment of surrender. Mm, wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's a really powerful powerful story. And boy, you do something like that. And it's got to fill you with the trust that you could do anything. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think I really comprehended how much courage that took to do until I got back to the, the States. And I was you know, cause I had to tell my coworkers and, you know, all of these other people had to find out that I did, didn't actually get married because they were all expecting me to come back and married, you know? And, um, I would just constantly hear, wow, you are so courageous. You are so brave. And I thought to myself, yeah, I guess, but it was more about, I got really clear mm -hmm. about, and, and kind of actually going back to the values, um, I realized at one point in the time at, during that whole situation that my ex was essentially lying to me. He was being dishonest about his drinking and honesty is one of my core values. And so, you know, once I identified that it was an easy decision because I could no longer trust him. And it was like, okay, that doesn't align with my values. And that's kind of how I made that decision. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And such a great, simple, but powerful 
roadmap to have that I think we can all relate to, you know, knowing our values and where we draw the line. Like you said, the honesty piece, that was it for you. That was, you know, he had crossed the line. And so it became so much clearer to you what needed to be done. And I think that when we all step into that clarity, we see exactly what needs to happen. And in many ways, like what you're saying, it becomes unemotional, not that it wasn't hurtful or didn't, it didn't, it wasn't hard to do, or you didn't carry sadness with it or whatever. But at the time, right, you were saying things were just so clear what I needed Mm -hmm. to do because you knew your values. And that is, again, coming back to know, ask for support, and then create results. And you did it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's interesting because I don't think I would change You know, even though that was a very hard part and pivotal moment of my life, I really do believe that that was the start of where I am today and has allowed me to create the vision I have for my future, which I I wouldn't have had had I had gone through that wedding and just continued to act that lifestyle that I had. Mm, Yeah, well, I have to say you have a deep uh, wisdom. I can feel it. And you have a groundedness about you that I'm sure comes through with your clients. And I, and it just sounds like you're in a, in a, just a beautiful relationship with life right now. And I really commend you, Cassie. Good job. Oh, thank you so much, Kara. I really appreciate being able to talk with you today. Yeah. I think that there's, there's going to be many that, um, that, that can grab some wonderful, little wisdom tips from you today. So um, please tell us where we can find out more about you. Sure. Um, If you check out um, www.contagiousconnections.com, you can go on my website. You can sign up for my newsletter. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Cassie Brigaman. My last name is kind of a long last name. I don't know if you want me to spell it or maybe it'll just be linked. Yeah, we'll we'll have it right there on the podcast notes. Yeah. Yeah. So LinkedIn and and my website are probably the greatest places to connect with me. Well, fantastic. And thank you again for being a truth teller. It is so important for us to continue to contribute to this pool of wisdom that we're all bathing in you know whenever you read somebody else's story and it it just fills it it fills me up so thank you for joining us again and thank you all for listening boy we had one courageous woman with real wisdom i'm gonna flip the title around a little bit uh today and i'm so grateful thank you all thank you for listening to women for one's podcast series real women courageous wisdom If you like what you just heard, we hope you will subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave a review. If you're interested in becoming a Women for One truth teller, visit womenforone.com to learn more. For more information about our host, Kara Bradley, visit her site, karabradley.net. Join us next time for another enlightening conversation with powerful everyday women.